If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. It was July 1954, a scorching hot day. A man arrived at Haneda Airport in Tokyo, Japan. He had recently landed from a plane flying over from Europe. There was nothing unusual about him at first glance. He was elegantly dressed with no distinguishing features. He made his way to customs, just as all the other people surrounding him. The customs officer picked up this man's passport. As soon as he started to browse through its pages, the officer immediately noticed something was wrong. Oh, I come from a faraway country, but this is my third time visiting Japan. What was it with that man's passport that was so unusual that they thought he was a fraud? Or a spy? Or, most intriguing of them all, a time traveler? The man's passport did look authentic. The problem was, it claimed he came from a country no one had ever heard of. Torad. So he was immediately taken for interrogation. The traveler then tried to convince the Japanese authorities that his country was real. He even pointed to its location on the map, a small territory located between Spain and France. Since his primary language was French, it did make sense. However, the area he pointed out on the map was actually the Principality of Andorra a microstate located between France and Spain of only 180 square miles. When seeing the map himself, the traveler was also puzzled that his country was called Andorra. He claimed Torred had been there for over a thousand years. Customs officers saw he also had money from several different European countries on him. His passport also had stamps from many airports around the world, including previous visits to Tokyo. Obviously, the Japanese officers insisted that Torred did not exist and decided he needed to be taken into custody overnight for further investigation. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Officers initially tried to contact the company he said he was working for. He even had a lot of company documents on him to prove his point. But to their surprise, none of the people from that company had ever heard of him. They then tried to contact the hotel he claimed he had reservations in. You guessed it, they hadn't heard of him either. The bank that issued his checks didn't exist. The traveler was set up in a nearby hotel, and to ensure he would not get away, two guards were placed outside his room. The next morning, when entering his room, officers were astonished to see he'd simply vanished. The local police established that he couldn't have escaped out of the window. His room was several floors up, and there was no balcony either. Initially, Japanese officials were confident they would still be able to find him quickly and solve the mystery. They had confiscated his paperwork the day before, 
but to their shock, all his personal belongings, including the documents mentioning his mysterious country of Torad, had vanished too and were nowhere to be seen. Some thought he must have been some sort of government secret agent. His documents looked authentic, so they must have been forged by professionals. To protect his identity and that of his country of origin, his superiors probably came up with this imaginary country of Torad. They hoped airport officials would simply look at the papers without raising any concerns. His mysterious disappearance was also explained by some high-tech extraction operation performed by an intelligence service. Others thought the man from Torred must have been from another dimension. Voila! The multiverse exists! They claimed that the country of Torred probably existed in his version of the universe, since he did say it was founded over a thousand years ago. Andorra was just our version of that specific territory. When he figured out he was in trouble, he simply passed into his original dimension. How did he manage to get back his documents too? That's still up for debate. He was even thought to be a time traveler, coming all the way from a future where the Principality of Andorra somehow becomes Torad. The simplest explanation of them all is that probably this was all made up, or at least blown out of proportion. The source of this urban legend was eventually figured out to be a man named John Zigrus, an American-born man who traveled the world using a fake passport of a country he simply invented. This may sound a bit unbelievable these days, when we live in a fully digital age. But back then, people using fake passports were quite a common thing. You just needed to be sufficiently confident and dress for the job to pass off as someone VIP even from a made-up country. Remember when he claimed he had visited Japan before? He didn't lie. John did apply for a Japanese visa under a Torred passport, and it got approved. After that, he had no problems entering Japan. We do know today that this man traveled the world with fake documents and IDs and was involved in financial scams. On the 10th of August, 1960, a Japanese court sentenced Zegrus to one year in prison. He was then released and deported from Japan to Hong Kong. John Zegrus wasn't the only urban time travel legend. One video had surfaced in 2006 showed that a Swedish man claiming that he had accidentally traveled to 2046 as he was trying to fix his kitchen sink. While in the future, he stumbled upon someone who claimed to be his 70-years-old self. They had a great time together and even filmed a short footage. In it, they showed a tattoo they shared to prove they were the same person. Sadly, the story was nothing more than a marketing campaign to promote pension plans. Back in 1995, a man named Mike Markham tried to build a time machine in his house in Stanbury, Missouri. He named this project the Jacob's Ladder. It said he vanished in 1997 and hasn't been seen ever since. There's still no explanation for his disappearance. Then there's the story of the 1860 painting by Austrian artist Ferdinand George Waldmuller. Called The Expected One, it seems to depict a woman holding and looking down at an iPhone. On a closer look, Art experts revealed that the alleged iPhone in the painting was just a book. 
painted from a very misleading angle. The story of Rudolph Fence is another one of those urban legends that goes back to the 1950s. It claims that in 1951, in New York City, a man dressed in 19th century clothes was hit by a car. He was identified as Rudolph Fence, but the problem was that he was reported to be missing since 1876. The items he was carrying also suggested that he jumped from 1876 to 1951 directly. Sadly, for this one too, these events never actually happened in real life. They just originated from a science fiction book of the 1950s. A genuine photograph from 1941 of the reopening of the South Fork Bridge in Goldbridge, British Columbia also sparked some debate. It appeared to show a time traveler. That was because his clothing and sunglasses were not of the time. They looked more like what a young man might wear these days. Further research showed that it wasn't the case, though. Let's take his sunglasses, for example. Their style first appeared in the 1920s. Then, he seemed to be wearing a printed t-shirt. If we look closely enough, we can notice he's actually sporting a sweater with a sewn-on emblem. These kinds of garments were actually in style at the time. The remainder of his clothing is appropriate for his time. His clothes are a bit more casual than those worn by the people around him in the photograph, which does make him stand out a bit. Another 1940s photo sparked intrigue online, as it appeared to show a man holding an iPhone. The picture, taken on a beach, shows a man, dressed in time-appropriate clothing, walking through the crowd and looking at some sort of device in his hands. People were fast to assume time travel was the only possible explanation, but that's not the case. He was most likely looking down at another object, but it's difficult to see because of the quality of the picture.